stereo. Hello, you jam and jellies. With his faithful Indian companion, Mango, the daring and resourceful Matthew Sanborn Smith leads the fight for law and order in the Nowi East. Return with us now to those thrilling days of today year. Beware the hairy Mango rides again! Holy crap, but you should be thrilled today. It took us 78 damned episodes to get here, but today is the premiere of the first story totally exclusive to the Mango. That's right, you lucky such and suches. You can't find this one at any blogamoso or blogarima or whatever the fuck I'm calling it today. Hell no! I fashioned this one out of my own blood, sweat, tears, snot, flakes of skin, earwax, short curly, you get the disgusting picture, and I did it all for you. Brace yourself for newness. Prepare to say, ah, it's not as good as his old stuff. By the way, if for some reason you can't read the title of today's episode, Wedding is spelled W-E-D-D-I-N-G, not W-E-T-T-I-N-G. That second spelling might be a story for another episode, but hold your sphincter tight anyway, this is no time to be wetting the dress. Wedding the Dress by Matthew Sanborn Smith. What happened was, Derek had found this wedding dress in a shop window and instantly fell in love. Not with the mannequin that wore the dress, that would have been perfectly normal. No, with the dress itself. He ran in and bought it on the spot. The lady at the counter was confused when he wanted to leave with it then and there. Don't you want the bride to come in and be measured? We're going to need to alter it. Don't you dare change a thing about it, Derek shouted. Then, when he realized he was weird, said, The bride is stretchy. This got him another odd look. I mean, I mean squishy. She's very squishy. She'll make it fit. He ran out without another word. At last he'd found his true love. He took the dress around to his friend's parties and introduced it as Wed with a capital W as if that were any kind of name. Inevitably, they asked him what the hell was going on. I love her, Derek would say, stroking her delicate lace. She's my one true love. Most of his friends walked away at that point and never walked back, but Jordan was drunk enough to accept Wed, but then asked the follow-up question, which changed everything. If you love that dress so much, why don't you marry it? And then he threw up. Hell, he had a good point, Derek had to admit. Why didn't he marry it? She was already dressed for the occasion. They'd been living in sin for weeks now. Wed was too kind to speak up. She was still white, in fact. Well, mostly white. Derek was determined to make an honest dress of her. It was while planning the wedding that things went to hell, but that's nothing new. They wanted a big wedding. They sent out invitations to all of his friends and family as well as hers. Dresses from all over the East Coast. Frilly negligees and even some doily cousins that no one spoke to anymore. But then Wed went and asked when they'd be shopping for the wedding dress. But you are a wedding dress, Wed, Derek pointed out. You can't expect me to get married naked. What would people say? But there's there's no more beautiful dress than you, Wed. I always expected that you would just go as yourself. Is that why you want to marry me? She said. So you could save money on the dress? Hey, 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 let's calm down. If I wanted to save money, I certainly wouldn't have chosen you. Do you have any idea what you cost me in mothballs a month? You'd think they'd be free since they're already using taxpayer dollars to harvest them and keep the moth populations down, but no. And on top of that, you end up smelling like mothballs all the time. Plus, I went out and bought that brand new hope chest for you. I hate you, you bastard! She cried and ran out the door. Wed, wait! He shouted, but it was too late. She ran out into the street without looking, mainly because she had no eyes, and was flattened by a steamroller that was actually too modern to run on steam, but maybe it was like a steam iron and used steam to smooth out any wrinkles in the road. At any rate, she was ground into the tarry asphalt and was quite dead, though wrinkle-free. Derek sobbed over her gross corpse. The steamroller guy helped him pull her out of the road. Her once virgin whiteness was now thoroughly black. Hmm, he thought. Being black meant that he wouldn't have to spring for a funeral dress. In his head, he was already calling her fun with a capital F. At the funeral, everyone, including the doilies, thought he was a total asshole. 
If this story smoothed your wrinkles, you can't read it at my blogarunio, the 1000.blogspot.com, because it isn't there. You can just get all steamy right here at bewarethehairymango.com because it's all yours, loved by only you and our three other listeners. Lay some nifty shit on me in the comments for this post, or Hanal email me in Little Jackie Paper while we frolic in the autumn mist at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com, or enjoy a couple of puffs with us at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Go hang out at sfsignal.com when you're not hanging out here. It's packed like an overstuffed sausage full of spicy, meaty, sciencey fictiony thingsy. You'll see me there too, as well as this show in which I'll tell you to go there again. They're not even paying me to say this. Well, not in money. I take my payments in eleven. Pound on your neighbor's windows while dancing in your underwear. Before the police arrive, you'll have plenty of time to tell them to listen to Beware the Hairy Mango. Later on, you'll have the right to remain silent, but not the obligation. Mention us for a reduced sentence. Just, you know, don't tell them where we live or anything. Protect your leader. Pass on your one phone call in exchange for one tweet, and then tell all of your followers to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. After you get out, you may want to sue me for bad legal advice, so before you go, please hit the donate button and contribute to the Beware the Hairy Mango Legal Defense Fund. Be generous, because I hear your lawyers are real bastard. This podcast sits firmly on your face with nothing between you and it but a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share alike 3.0 unported license. A happy and safe Memorial Day to the USians in the crowd who remember those worthy of the memories from the utterly forgettable Matthew Sanborn Smith, who sometimes also says, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. We can use that bathwater. I haven't even washed the dishes yet. Good night.